Hello, and welcome to the Woodard Report podcast, where we empower business advisors to transform businesses. This podcast is your source for information and news you need for your accounting, bookkeeping, or tax practice. And it is proudly sponsored by Expensify. For more information about Expensify, please visit woodard.com slash podcast. And now your hosts, Joe Woodard and Heather Satterley. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on the Woodard Report podcast. I am so excited to have Scotty Serrano on uh, on the Woodard Report podcast. Scotty, you and I go back uh, several years now. We met at accounting salon and um, you've been, you came to our Appy camp that we had last fall and we've been, you know, we've been hanging out a bit over the past few years and you're definitely one of the most unique you know, people that I have met in, in our industry. You're not the average accountant by any stretch of the imagination. I'm honored to be on. Thank you for having me. This is well, dope. thank you. Fantastic. So, you know, for those who don't know who you are, can you tell us a little more about your journey in the accounting industry and how it led to the creation of accounting high, which is cool. your podcast? Yeah. So I go by many names. Um, this year I'm Scotty. I don't think I ever really went by Scotty most of my life. Most of the time I'm Scott. I've heard my name said Scarano, Scarano. You said Serrano. I mean, I can, we can say it any, any, any way you want. Um, I was just in Italy and in Italy they say Scarano. And I think that must be the appropriate way to say it. So if you're going to, if I'm going to ever correct people, I have to say Scarano. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know how far back we go with this backstory. I mean, I've, in my whole life, I wanted to be like an entertainer, an actor, but I also wanted to be an accountant. Um, so that's sort of like my origin story is like to the two halves of that, like the creative and the analytical. And I've always had to try to balance those. I've lived with that my whole life. Um, some of my life, I stifle the creativity or I stifle the analytics and both at both times it suffers. One, one side suffers when the other is thriving. Um, I think right now, what you're seeing is the creativity is thriving, but the part of me that wants to keep things in order and organized is in hell right now. It's like, it's so hard to keep everything straight. Got a million things. As we were just talking before we started recording, you know, you said you got a million things going on at once and trying to triage in your head. <sighs> I live with that. That's, um, that's my life. I have an accounting firm, um, that I've had for almost 15 years now and I haven't really been doing much of anything in it in the past couple of years because it's I got to the point where I worked myself out of a job um it's kind of running without me but everybody's happy everything's going well it's just I'm now preoccupied with a podcast and and my raps um and I'm trying to turn this whole accounting high thing into another platform and you can only really grow one thing at a time so the firm is great. Everything's going well there. I'm an accountant. I'm a rapper. I'm a podcaster, whatever you want to call it. So I kind of ended up doing both of the things that I've always wanted to do. Um, but I just don't know. I don't know what's next. I don't even know what I want to be when I grow up still, because I'm still trying to thread the needle on both of those things. And I don't know how that's going to end. So we'll see. We'll all see. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, you say that you don't know what you want to be when you grow up. And I think 
I, I couldn't agree more with you. And I don't think I ever want to know what I want to be when I grow up because I don't ever want to grow up. Like I there just want to, I want to keep the, I want to keep the options open because there's so many things that they're, you know, the, it's a big life, it's a big world. And there's so many opportunities. I, I don't know. You so embody that, that though. You, yeah, I mean, you, you just threw a summer camp, like a camp, a legit camp. And I was there and it was amazing. And you were like, you know, in your elements like this. Yeah. Like you said, like you, you know, you don't have to grow up. Um, no. And it's life is good that way. I've always been, I've always had this childlike wonder for everything around me. And I get really excited. I'm very excitable and very emotional. I'm very, you know, all the things. Um, but I live like with my heart on my sleeve. I don't have any real tattoos yet, but I know I'm definitely going to work out something to where it's like a heart on my sleeve um, or like a sleeve of heart. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I got some ideas. Um, That's awesome. But yeah. So how long have you been rapping? So is that something that you've done, you know, your, your whole, you know, mm. I don't want to say your whole life, but maybe. Honestly, just a year. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. The first rap I ever did was the beginning of last year and it took me like six months to write. And I'd probably around this time last year, I had just finished it and I was just starting to like get it on recording it. Like I was writing it and recording it. And really it was just a parody of outcast song that i grew up and i loved and i i turned it into i wanted to do something for the profession for accounting i was already doing a podcast so i took outcast song called at aliens and i called it cp aliens um and it was just about being different in in a profession you know in in the accounting profession um it was sort of like my intro track and then since then i've been doing these app raps so i did one for dark horse they bought some ads on the show and i i did Katy perry's dark horse and i wrapped the <laughs> version of that with dark horse's value prop and then i did it again with giraffe and i took jay-z's Izzo and i called it advisory and it was a giraffe ad and then i just kept doing it and then i did one for my daughter and then i did one for expensify and that was like that got me to italy um, and I just finished the music video for that. I just fin finished filming the music video for that in Italy. It's going to be incredible. How but, fun. That's, that's amazing. I've loved rap. I've been like a student of rap my whole life. And now I'm actually learning how to do it. And I'm learning from the best because all I've done is parodies. Um, and I'm doing that intentionally because it's like I'm studying everything about these songs and what makes them good. So I'm taking songs that I grew up with that I loved from the 90s and I'm turning them into something that an accountant could digest. Um, and I'm learning too, that not a lot of accountants like rap, not all of them do, but the ones that do are really eating this up. They love it. And I love it. I'm, I'm, this is what energizes me the most of anything. So thank you for asking me about that. That's cool. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's important, you know, that we infuse, that we continue to infuse because there are, you know, a, a small, I, I'm going to say a small portion of our industry that is out to make accounting fun, right? So Kristen, yeah. Kristen Keats said that. Like, I was at a Accounting Today conference a couple of weeks ago, and in you know the beginning of her keynote, she said that that was her mission was that she wanted to make accounting fun because she finds it fun and really enjoys what she does. And people think of accountants as boring, and you know, and that that's just not the she case. Says in joy. Fact, she joy. says joy, which is an even better word to mean. Yeah, better, you're right. She did. You, yeah. you absolutely. Thank you for correcting me. But yeah, I mean, I, that really struck me as like, I there's joy in accounting. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've been saying fun too. Joy and fun are very similar in a lot of ways. Um, 
what brings you joy. And I figured out my purpose. We did a whole episode on purpose and that was, that's what I figured it out. Like I figured this out last year at carbon X and like my purpose was to bring, make everything fun. Everything I yeah. want to do moving forward is fun. Cause I always used to say, why is everybody so serious? You know, why is everybody in business so serious? It doesn't have to be like that. Expensify. They, they're not serious and they, they have a lot of fun. That's one of their core values is have fun, live rich, have fun, save the world. That's their core values. And I feel like that's been my purpose ever since I figured it out. I've been more intentional about that. It hasn't just been me trying to have fun and then getting in trouble for it, which that still <laughs> happens. That <laughs> still happens plenty of times, but you know, I live and learn. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, and I, well, and I think, I think it's important because yeah, we have a staffing crisis right now. We have fewer folks, you know, entering our industry and the profession. And I think the more that we find the joy and find the fun in what we're doing and how we're making an impact on our clients and our team members in the world, um, I think it's important that people know that. So I think what you're doing is so incredibly important because you're bringing such a human aspect and not just like a human, like normal human, but like a, a, a holistic human aspect to our profession, which is so needed. And, you know, the, 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 the great thing is, is that folks like you that are doing that are inspiring others to start bringing more of themselves, their whole selves to the profession and, and making it a very welcoming and joyful place, which is fantastic. So thank you for what that's you've been awesome. doing. Yeah. I'd love to hear that because that's what it turned into. That's why I'm doing everything is inspiring others. Like that was the best feeling out of everything that I've done or anything I could have done ever. Once I had people come to me and it happened at Abbey camp, that was one of the first times it happened where somebody came to me and said, you, you've inspired me to now do this. And now I'm doing this because I saw what you were doing. And I was like, man, I put tears in my eyes. That was so cool. That was the best. That's awesome. Yeah. So what, what was your motivation for starting the podcast? So um, I was bored. I was, <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I had a firm and I kind of worked myself out of a job and, and I really want, I, I talk a lot and I've been making a lot of friends in, in the profession and having a lot of conversations. And I, I, there's a lot of people that I wanted to meet and I just, you know, I thought what better way to do that than just get a mic and have a podcast. So uh, my buddy, Jason Ackerman, who's in um, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, we both just decided we were going to start a podcast. We filmed, we recorded a few episodes and it wasn't until that took me another six months to release an episode too, because it was terrible. It was so bad in the beginning. I was interrupting people and I, I was just having a good time. I was, it was, I was entertained. I wanted to keep it entertaining, but it just wasn't a great interview in most cases. I was, it was like, uh, so, but by the time we finally recorded a good episode, that's when I started releasing them. And once I started releasing them, then they started getting better over time too, because the feedback loop, because, um, you know, what people would listen to, wouldn't listen to. And, you know, like it, it, I'm just having fun the whole time. Uh, but now I'm trying to make it a little bit more educational too. In the beginning, I just wanted to make it inter entertaining. So maybe I was doing in inappropriate things or I was doing things that were different, very different. And that was intentional. 
because I wanted, you know, to at least liven it up, spice it up a little bit, be different than the other ones out there. Um, sort of like I, I always saw it as I wanted to be complimentary to cloud accounting podcast. Like they're, they're different too, but they're still a little more buttoned up and I just wanted to be a little bit more edgy than them. And I wanted to see how that worked out. Um, it's kind of working out, but I've cleaned up as I went, you know, as I've progressed and as I've matured, I went from little toddler to OKR. Those are two of my other names. I shared my real names, but my rap I've got a few rap names too. So little toddler has been my rap name all of last year. And I've graduated to OKR this year. Um, that's OKR as in OK rapper, not necessarily objectives and key results, but it's <laughs> that's a where double entendre. Everything's a double entendre though. Everything is, I try to have fun with that. That's how, accounting high itself, double entendre. It started out as sons of CPAs. I like to say that was our middle school years. And all that time we were just figuring out who we were. And then once I figured out my purpose last year and bringing the fun back, I also figured out the new name for the show because I, I, I needed to rename it because Sons of CPAs was too limiting. Um, this is a great name. It was fun. Like it was kind of like Sons of Anarchy, but the accounting high was like, now I had a vision of it. It was like the double entendre with high, triple entendre sometimes with high. You guys are high, scaling new heights, right? Um, mm-hmm. And accounting high. It was a high school. That was it. This is the next generation of the profession. And we're all learning how to become entrepreneurs and business owners. I mean, it's been directed at firm owners the whole time we've had it, you know, the same audience as, as that's listening to this. Um, and this is that education that we've never had. At least that's the education I've been getting as the host of the show too. I never saw myself as the teacher, as the faculty. I'm the custodian at accounting high. I have everybody else coming in as, as faculty. Oh, that's so. fantastic. Well, you mentioned, you mentioned Blake Oliver and David Leary from the cloud accounting podcast as one of your inspirations. Who, who else has inspired you in your path and Ooh. what you're doing? So where Good are you question. drawing the inspiration from? I love that question. That's the first question I asked David Barrett and he gave me a, a, a great response. He said he doesn't, he's not inspired by real people. He's inspired by fictional characters in a way I am, I'm not going to say I'm inspired by fictional characters. I'm inspired by the people who create those fictional characters. So I'm, I'm inspired by the directors, the writers, the, you know, I'm inspired by people in entertainment. I'm inspired by Rick Rubin, by Steve jobs, by, but also people in the profession too. Jason stats. He inspires me. Um, Blake Oliver, David Leary, Ryan Lozanis, Joe Woodard, like all the people, J- Jason Blummer, um, I could keep going. Like there's these, those are the people that are inspiring me within the profession, but most of the, most of it is coming from inspiration from outside of the profession, from artists like Eminem, um, and filmmakers, you know, like Quentin Tarantino. So a lot of it's that that's the inspiration I get to do the entertainment stuff. And I'm learning from Dave Chappelle, not from, you know, accounting today. Awesome. So So I'm going to ask on behalf of all of the women in accounting, have there been any women in accounting that have inspired you? Ah, um, see, I said a bunch of males, didn't I? You you uh, totally got all of them. I sure did. All the males. So all women inspire me. That's, that's the first answer to that. But definitely if I'm going to say any in the profession, Amanda Aguilar, Amy Vetter, um, I've had, you know, there's, I, I think it's 
the reason I go straight to the male is because it's what I identify with, right? It's who I want to be. Um, and I'm male. So I think that's the, the way to answer that. Um, and, but there's plenty of females, Nicole McKenzie. She's, she inspires me and she's been a co-host of mine since the beginning too. That's, she's one of the main reasons why it's not sons of CPAs anymore. Also Twyla Verhelst. She's also been, she's done a bunch of book reports with me and she's been on Heather. You inspire me, you and Liz, the way you guys did happy hour. And that was, that was big inspiration for me. Actually, I should have said that as one of the earlier ones too, because of the way you guys executed that. And, and that's amazing. Um, and that gave me a ton of inspiration for the app wraps. Like if there was no happy hour, there would be no me doing app wraps. So I got to nod my head to that and say, everybody inspires me too. Like, you know, that, that's why I, I can have any guest on and anybody can contribute something to this conversation. Everybody's got something to offer. So I, yeah, I could not agree more. I think that the more people we have in the conversation, the better we all are. And, um, Nicole Davis, she inspires me. She's Um, amazing. Wife. There's so many, there's so many, so many. I could keep going. I don't want to, this isn't my thank you speech yet. All right. I got to (laughs) work on that. I got to write that shit out. So, Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's um, the the stuff you're doing. I mean, you've done it in a short period of time too. Like you said, you just started writing raps um, a year ago, but it it feels like you've already established yourself. You know, I feel like I'm Alexander Hamilton. That's A H accounting high is the same. uh, Like (laughs) he he said, there's that song about like writing like he's running out of time. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, also like Lin Manuel. Like that's those are two of my other inspirations. But you know, like I'm I am recording like i have no time left and i'm writing raps like i have no time left because i'm also turning 40 this year so it's sort of like that i've been wanting to do this since i was young and now that i am i'm making up for lost time too i'm trying to now you did something really brave and fun and brilliant this past tax season when you introduced the bracket challenge which unfortunately liz and i were eliminated i think in round two yeah, but you but still made it in into the tournament. That was big we enough. We did make it into the tournaments, which was awesome. But yes, and you know, Liz and I were. It, it was it, it, and just a little feedback was like we were like it's tax season, and Liz and I don't even practice, but there was so much going on. But it was awesome. People were so excited about it, and you were able to get so many people. Just it was such a breath of fresh air during you know the grind time. Um, that was brilliant. So what was the inspiration for that? Thanks. Was that just so, a great idea that kind of popped into your head? I got a good story for that. So December 20th, and remember this whole, this is about bringing fun. Like every every idea that I've had is going through the fun filter. Um, and so December 20th, I met with Byron Patrick. Um, we, he drove down to Virginia. I drove up to Virginia cause he's in Baltimore. I'm in North Carolina. And we met at the Virginia Society of CPAs to like do a whole day like planning session. He had just lost his job at Field Guide. And I I said, I could definitely use the help at Accounting High. I've got a ton of ideas. I don't know what to do next. I was drowning in ideas. So let's meet for a day. Let's figure out something we can do. And the objective was, let's get in front of more accountants. How can we do that? And so... I, we started going through my whole idea list and one of like the side ones that I've, that I've had had of a couple times and it's come up was 
like an NCAA style tournament. And as I was going through my ideas, I hadn't even got to that one yet. And at, and Byron's like, yeah, what if we did an NCAA style tournament? Nobody's ever done that. And I, and I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it because nobody's ever done it and it should have already been done. This is something that like, and so, man, I was so hyped up. Whenever I get these ideas, they're big especially new idea for a rap or something. And, and, I, and I see the vision for it. Same thing happened with accounting high when I saw the long, the long tail of that. And that's what this was, was immediately like, it just poured out. Like we're going to get apps. We're also going to get communities. So half of the bracket at first it was all going to be applications. So it was just going to be the app March appness is what we were going to call it. And ABC, and then it turned into the ABC because it was the accountant bracket challenge. So it was the ABC tournament kind of like NCAA tournament. And and it just kept evolving quickly too. It kept spiraling upward and like all the ideas. So then we opened up nominations and then we're going to give away a big prize. And at first I was like, I want to give away a trip to Italy. I want to expensify to squirrel away one of those trips to Italy and maybe give that to the winner of this. And I was hit, hit like I was hoping that would be the big draw to get people to come in and nominate and vote and all that would be the prize. I didn't realize that people thought it, I mean, people thought it would be as fun as we thought it was going to be. Like we thought it was going to be so much fun. Like it wasn't even about the prize at first. We're like, we got to give a prize away for people to come in and be motivated to do this. So we, I, I was like, Expensify is going to give away a trip to Italy. I know they're going to do it. And I was like hitching my wagon on their, on their wagon to Italy or their, their flights to Italy. And they shut that down early like when i asked them and they're like they love the idea but they were like we're too busy we have so much to plan for this we can't just entertain that and that devastated me i almost didn't do it i almost scrapped the tournament because i was like i can't give away prize but then i started asking other vendors and others that might want to sponsor so we can fund a different prize and eventually it turned into we're giving away a trip to hawaii um, just during the nomination phase so we can get more nominations so we opened it up to everybody and you know how the story goes from there. People were nominating and then we got almost like over 250 different things nominated and we had to narrow that down to 64. Mm -hmm. So I spent a lot of time with Corey over at the growth lab, Corey Knoyer and Byron and um, Terrell Turner has also been helping me out instrumental with a lot of things. And we all were kind of looking at all the nominations, trying to figure out how to play it because we said you can nominate anything, anybody that, is affects your accounting career that is in the profession doesn't matter what it is nominate five things so we got apps and we got communities and we got education and so we, well what we decided was half of the bracket is going to be education the other half is going to be applications and and then we have to split out eight different brackets within there to fit everybody so then there were the different categories so we had the money bracket we had the tax bracket, we had the bridge bracket, we had the practice bracket for all the applications. And then for education, we had what you were in, we had the communities, we had the media, and we had media entertainment, we had all kinds of education, schooling, and, and all that. And, and it was so much fun. Um, you saw how it played out. You guys were no, up did, against bookkeeping side hustle. It was, you guys yeah. were up against bookkeeping side hustle and you were winning the whole round up until she promoted it in her newsletter and then she ended up beating you guys. Um, but that was an inch, that was a 
that was a race that I was keeping an eye on. Um, there was a lot of close matches. <laughs> She's amazing. I love Kate Johnson. She's, oh my gosh, she burst onto the scene and she is just She's just a really powerful, incredible person. She is. And she's also very unique too and brings her she own is. flavor. Absolutely. I met her for the first time at your event. I met her for the first time at Happy yeah. Camp. That was, that was awesome. Um, and she did great in the tournament. Like, it, well, well I, I can, I can reveal what happened in the tournament because I wrote a rap for it too. That was another thing that happened. We got to have so, you rap. Scott. All right. Well, well, we can do that. Um, I, I'm never going to say no to rapping. This is... <laughs> this is what I, I live for now um so and another big like first round matchup that was really close that i was paying attention to was the right tool uncat matchup um, Ooh. and these were two apps that are like extensions of quickbooks or add-ons to quickbooks and you know we thought quickbooks was going to win the tournament hands down into it you know they they're mm -hmm. the biggest in our in our space so we didn't think it was going to really be but they didn't even I don't even think they got a one seat. They were just in it and they they did do well the first couple of rounds. But back to that first round matchup, Right Tool was winning the whole time. And then like the last minute, Uncat pulls it out. But then Uncat goes on to continue winning. They were the undercat, not the underdog. They were the undercat of the tournament. Undercat, I love that. And they just kept charming everybody all throughout. Everybody likes their branding and they they were promoting it more than anybody else. They kept pushing it. They would do multiple emails a week and on socials. And it just became so much fun. Everybody's watching this underdog story. And then they beat QuickBooks. That was the biggest like upset ever. This was a 10 seed beating whatever QuickBooks was. And then they just kept winning, kept winning. <laughs> and then they went up against Jason Stats. So oh, I, and that was their, yeah. No, they won. They, they won Jason against Jason Stats. Wow. They won the wow. entire tournament. They won the entire tournament. That's amazing. Yeah. You so. know, it, it, so really, I mean, what it's, it, 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 it was, it was something that, you know, listen, we got to do something, but we, you know, it, you really had to focus. You had to focus and you had to pull out, you know, where's your community and get, get the message out there. So good for them. Well, I want Woodard to make it next year. They, yes. Woodard, um, it was, you know, it was very close for the, it, for the education side, it was very hard to get in. So just getting in for happy hour, that was a big undertaking in and of itself. Um, so congratulations Yay. for making well, it thank in. Thank you. Accounting High made it in too, but we lost yeah. to Cloud Accounting <laughs> Podcast. I doubt you're going to lose next year. <laughs> yeah. No, I, you are going to do it again, not, right? You're going to do it again? We're going to do it this every year. I actually okay. was just meeting, I just met with Byron before this and we started talking about planning for next year, what right. we're going to do differently. Um, and we got to, you know, he built the entire app by himself in bubble. I don't, I, you know, he and I, I don't know if you know this. Well, no, you, I don't know if you were part of accounting salon, but we had a Zapier challenge. I don't know if you were in. I've heard point. about the Zapier challenge. Yeah. So Byron we talked and I, about it this year. Yeah. We totally won. We totally won. We brilliant. Yeah. He and I, we were, it was, it, it was Byron and I, and we went up against Brian Clare and Jay Kimmelman and um, we had, we had several teams and he and I killed it. We had to be, we had to build an integration and automation with deer inventory and QuickBooks and deer inventory QuickBooks. And there was another one and I can't remember what it is. I'm so sorry. Cause they were probably a sponsor. Mm -hmm. Um, but we ended up, he, we ended, I ended up building a, uh, the, an automation 
within Deer and QuickBooks and something else. And then Byron built this chat bot within Slack that would actually give you statuses of your orders and other information within Deer. It was brilliant. So between that. He's so brilliant. Oh my gosh. He's so smart. What he has done and what he did within Bubble, because that was part of that when we met on the December, he was like, I've been wanting to build an app in Bubble and I can do this in there. Awesome. And this was a big, like big undertaking too. Um, and man, he, he's so he smart. It. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. And all by, I mean, I, I'm okay with tech. I used to be really good at it when I was like in the firm and doing things. But now that I'm doing all this creative stuff, I can't even, can't even sit in front of a computer for too long if I'm not having a conversation. Like I don't even like sitting in front of the computer by myself anymore at all. Um, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother can of worms like that opened up out of all this is now I can't even email. Like I don't even do the things that you're supposed to do. I'm trying to get back into email, but I got out of it and I'm loving life. Like I don't even go into Slack anymore and life is good. There's so many, there's so many. I I, I agree. I have platform fatigue for sure. You know, we've got teams, we've got Slack, we've got WhatsApp, we've got, you know, I've got my phone, you know, it, it is, it's, um, the technology is really cool, but I think there's so much of it and everybody has a preferred one that if you want to communicate with people, you end up in like eight and then you're trying to monitor exactly. eight yeah. or and it's within exhausting. Slack, you've got about eight or nine just within there. Yeah. And then now there's Discord and there's there's everything. And There's um, everything. But app fatigue, that's partly why we did the tournament to let the cream rise to the top. Let's figure out what everybody <laughs> likes, what's everybody paying attention to. So, okay, I'm just going to call out the elephant in the room um, for that is that, you know, it was it was really effort that you're putting into competing in in the app, the bracket challenge. So what I want to say is like, you know, as far as functionality and everything. eh, I know, I know. Well, you you would think that people that have the most fans are also the best, you know, like apps or best in class. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, but you know, we'll see how it goes the next couple of years. Maybe we can have demo days or do something, something else fun. within app for people to learn. Maybe, maybe you can, we can have you come on as a consultant and help us with this. Cause this is your, this is your space. Another app that I wrote, you sort of birthed too for the app stream. So the oh, simple right. tasks wrap, the one that I have in the music video for released, uh, maybe we could put the music video for that in the show notes. That's on the accounting high YouTube channel. Yeah, totally. Um, that app was like you know, I, I called out everything and that was before we even had the idea for the tournament. Um, and it was just like, yeah, that, that was really fun to do. Um, so if you want to hear that, there's a whole episode dedicated to it on the, um, that one. I, I think I'm going to play the, the tournament one though, right? This is Let's do it. Yeah. About. I could yeah. do either one, but, um, no, let's do the tournament have. one. All right. Do we have time for that? We can we totally it. have time for let's that. Do it. We, we, right, yeah, that's not even an option. We'll make time for that. So, um, the way this one started was toward the end of the tournament, I had an idea of who was going to win. I pretty much knew at that point, like that Saturday, uh, it was, it was almost like, I think Jason stats was winning the championship matchup. And, and then he came out with this whole like backstory for uncats, um, mascot. And he called it felonious slinky paws. And he, he wrote this whole th- Twitter thread. <laughs> it was hilarious of like the, the checkered past of their mascot, the one that's sitting on a mini horse. Uh, so I, 
I was so inspired by that that I had to write a rap just including that part in there, but I also had to write a rap to do the whole tournament. And I'm trying to think of what rap I was going to do, which song I was going to parody, because all my raps are parodies. And I was thinking maybe I'd do something for um, Kentucky because Uncat guys are from Kentucky and I knew they, they had won at that point. But then I'm thinking maybe Puff Daddy. I've never done Puff Daddy yet. And I saw Victory. That's the Puff Daddy song. It's a victorious song with Busta Rhymes, Biggie, and Puff Daddy. And it's just a really like great song. It's like, and I, I could play the whole thing, but I, I'm going to play the second half of the track. So the first half of it is me introducing the tournament, calling everybody out that was in it. And the next verse is Biggie. And the whole verse is Felonious C-A-T. It's the, the, the cat that's, that's made up. And it's the whole verse is just that backstory that he made up. I know he used AI to help make the backstory up, but it was perfect. It was it was awesome. So the whole story is Biggie's verse in Biggie's voice. I, I used a modulator for my voice, and I um, I wrapped it as Biggie, but as felonious Slinky Paws. So if you saw that thread, then it's it all makes sense. But it's really deep cut, so I wasn't going to just play that here. But the the last two verses, one's Puffy and one's Biggie, and Puffy is Jason Stats in first person, talking about his run up through the tournament and everybody that he went up against and him. And then the last verse, Biggie is uncat felonious in first person rapping about uncat and it reveals who the winner is. And then the Busta Rhymes part is just, and I'll play it now, but that's like just a Busta Rhymes is supposed to be Byron rhymes. It's like sort of like him. <laughs> and I modulated my voice a little bit to try and sound like Busta Rhymes, but it's in there. I'm I did the intro to it and I was just like, called everybody out. We, um, so here we go. This is Victorious ABC, just the second half. So we got a real live show with our cat and stats. For all accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where Lysio at? Where my zero at? Where Abstreet at? Where Expensify at? We got a real live show with our cat and stats. For all accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where Rippling at? Where Bill and Divi at? Where the Telegraph at? Where QuickBooks at? Ha! Put your tanky on the table and get your math on. Break it down, split it up, and get your laugh on. See you later, dog. I'ma get my stats on. There's a bag full of ducks. I'ma get my bath on. Never lose a passion. I post till we're done. Said I passed prom Baker in round one. Ain't it funny? Was passive, outlasted. Then against Heather Smith, no chance. As if RLZ community, all me daily. The Twitter killer. No team illa, two pods, two YouTube channels. Been hot for a long time, Jason is the handle. Bookkeeping side hustle, redhead, left for dead. Cap got capped and I took a victory lap. Lozanis ain't like me. He just mad cause I tell it how it is and he running out of battery. We started this bracket off right, right to a close match. Race tight, nail biter came down to the wire. We caught fire, XL quagmire. Round two, we retire. Round three, run the city, show no pity. QB, beat keeper, no sleeper. Slinky cook the books, we defeat quick books. Next up, ignition, the mission, ammunition. Blowouts in final minutes until we finish. Then it's grow with gusto, put on a show. Oh no, who knew more apps, spit facts. Now you know, no replacing stats, Twitter threads, we raised hands, just recap in transaction. Consumer files, general accounts in Quick City. 
nobody in this, we so witty. Huh. Business-wise, we ain't playing. Slaying all applications, tournaments sponsored by Relay Ignition. Uncat wins this bracket competition. We got a real live show with no cat and stats. Four accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where Zapier at? Where Tally 4 at? Where Carbon at? Where Roundtable at? We got a real live show with no cat and stats. Four accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where Salon at? Where Booth Camp at? Where Crabtree at? Where Roman at? We're a real live show with no cat and stats. Four accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where GNCon at? Where Earmark at? Where Virtual at? Where Future Birth at? We got a real live show with no cat and stats. Four accountants in the world, it's the final match. Where Live Flow at? Where Canopy at? Where Tax Twitter at? Where Accounting I at? We got a real live show. What y'all really want to do? It's all over now. What am I do now, huh? So this is how. What am I do now? Hey. That was how the real one ended. Puff Daddy's like got that right, uh, distortion right. voice. And he's like, what am I do now, huh? It's all <laughs> over now. What am I do now? And he was like, he was talking about that because Biggie died. But I was doing it because the tournament ended. Like that was my life for four months. It was like I was busier during that than I was. Oh, than sure. I used to be during tax season. Like so funny. Well, I'll tell you, you've made us look like the accounting industry look incredibly dope. Dope. <laughs> oh hell yeah. That's that's a perfect way of putting it. Right. You're dope. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't think I think my kids would be like rolling their eyes at me right now because I just said that, but it's appropriate. It's seemed appropriate. They they might, you know, you're right. They might be they proud of be. me. I mean, my kids yeah. say it now because of me. Like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my wife now says it too. I've been saying it too much, but I'm also like leaning in, right? Like Well, I'm gonna put it out there that and you can quote Heather Satterley on this that, you know, Scott Scarano ah. makes accounting dope. Ooh, I'm gonna write that down. That's a good one. <laughs> Counting is dope, though. It we is dope. We gotta be proud 100%. of our, our profession. Be proud we of what do. we do, because yeah, because it's important. And it's exciting. I, you know, I I've been an accountant. You've I just made I it realized... exciting. You you have made it dope, though, Heather. For real. Like, Aww, thanks, you guys God. doing Appy Hour was like different, and that was fun. And you guys were making drinks and like doing something completely different than anybody else, and super original and that was dope and it was fun. You guys always made it fun. You had guests come on, you had sponsors. I thought it was brilliant too. That's why it was inspiring for me is like, this is my way I can get sponsors too. I can do something just like that, but I'll do it with wraps. Like something similar. It. Instead of a cocktail, I'm just making a wrap. Yeah. So Awesome. Well, this has been so fun. You have made my Friday morning just super fun and enjoyable. So thanks so much for for coming on the podcast and we got to do this again and uh, we're going to see you at scaling new heights. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm so excited that you're coming. That's, so that's supposed to looking be a surprise, but if anybody made it this far and this is before well, this comes out before scaling, new there's heights, surprises. Yeah. We're, there's going to be surprises, but we can let them know you're going to be there and that they yeah. could maybe find you for lunch or sit next to you in a session. You know, we don't have to say that there's anything super huge happening. There might be. Yeah. Who knows? Well, as They're far as anybody knows, they are going to have to come to Scaling New Heights to see. Low key, exactly. Low key, though. Right. As far as anybody knows, my friends are concerned. I'm in Mexico during Scaling New Heights. I'm not going to be there. Oh, so. sorry. All right, now maybe okay, OKR might be there. Oh, it's Scott yeah. Scarano okay. might not be oh, there. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You're good. I'm kidding. Um, All right. But yeah, yeah. That's usually we go to Mexico for the month of June. Visit my wife's um, family. We have a house there, and that was. 
that was uh, the plan for this year, but we'll see. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, definitely we're going to drop the link to, you know, we'll drop the link to that Twitter feed that kind of talks about the wrap and then uh, check that in the comments, everybody. And if you are not subscribing to Accounting High, you are missing out as you have just found out because we release uh, a lot Scott, of episodes. You totally made accounting fun. And thank you sure. so much. Thank you, Heather. This is great. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you for joining us. For more information, please visit woodard.com slash podcast.